I hope all of you feel at peace in your body and in your mind. That's the starting point for the spiritual journey. It's the first mantra, Om Shanti. And we can be at peace because we know that peace is our essential nature, our innermost self. Peace is already there. And all we have to do is orient ourselves toward this core of inner peace that is always present. This is why Sri Ramana was very intent on repeating a, an expression from the Bible more than even from the Vedas or Vedanta. It was a phrase that he was very fond of. Be still and know that I am God. And he analyzed it as, as follows. First, you must be still. That's the prime commandment. And in that stillness, you will realize that the I that you thought you were, the I of the ego, the I identified with the body, the I that thinks to itself, talks to itself, that I is not who you are. The real I emerges in the stillness, and that I is the absolute. It's not an imaginary God. It's not a God that exists in the world and is all-powerful over other beings. That would just be another great ego. No, it is the absolute. It is an I that is not personal, but is the presence that contains and accepts and unites all that is. That I has no enemies. It cannot be paranoid. It cannot emanate anything but love because that is the nature of this supreme self. And when you are in that state of love, then you know, then you have reached the realization and the liberation of consciousness. But the other eyes, whether it's the surface eye fragments of the ego or the eye of the soul even, they must turn inward. They must do devotion, bhakti. They must pay attention to the innermost self. It is a payment. It is a gift. It is an offering. To stop our inner chatter and pay our total attention to the inmost self. You give yourself that gift because that self, the core self, deserves it. The core self deserves all. It is the life that keeps the body alive. It is the power to love, to think, to realize, to relate. It is the gift of creation. And it is that ultimate self that sustains creation and transforms it. You are that. But all the other fragmented little eyes must serve this great supreme eye. And this is what the act of meditation really is. It is an act of surrender. It is an act of bhakti, of devotion, in which 
we sacrifice the luxury of chattering to ourselves and justifying our little eye's existence, and we surrender to the great I that is God. And in that stillness, all those other little eyes, those fragments of consciousness, dissolve, they integrate back into the one self until finally there is nothing left but the one self. And all the illusory identifications fall away. They have no more purpose. And so in the act of meditation, through the silence, which is the sacrifice itself, the flame of consciousness melts away. The illusions of maya. And we are liberated. And the more that we stay in the silence, the stillness, the more the power of God emerges, opens our hearts to love, and frees us from the thought patterns and the behavior patterns that had enslaved us to fear, to desire, to hatred, to suffering of all kinds. And so it's the ultimate medicine. It's the ultimate shamanism. Simply this act of surrender is what makes one a shaman because it is that I that has power to heal that is enabled to come through, to break through into the plane of consciousness and to dissolve the ego that is in resistance to the wholeness of being. And once that resistance is broken through the devotion of selfless service to the Supreme Being through silence, then liberation has already occurred. And it can happen instantaneously, simply by surrendering completely and not holding anything back from the Supreme One. And so if we meditate in that state, not wanting to get anything for the little eye, but to give the power of the little eye to the great self. And liberation is achieved. Okay, so there's no technique that is necessary except the sustained payment of attention. And you can use a mantra if that will help to guide your consciousness in that arrow of one-pointed attention to the self that is the stillness. But the more you use the mantra, the more you are also removing yourself from the stillness. So it's a dangerous medicine to use the mantra because the mantra can become a self-sustaining separation from the very God that you are invoking. But if you find the mind chattering, then you can bring it back to the use of, the, of any mantra. I am the self. I am love. I am awareness. I am pure consciousness. I am silence. I am one with God. Whatever words call you to bring yourself back to the silence, it doesn't really matter because the words are only meant to point you to the silence and then dwell in the silence. Abide in the silence. That is our home. And when we dwell in that home, we are all one. Because what separates us are words, 
thoughts, constructs, beliefs. But this state of realization is beyond all of those separative forces. And gradually you become so comfortable in the silence that your meditation will never end. You realize that life is meditation. 